Welcome back to another episode of the Play Hard, Look Dope podcast with your host, Ebony. And John. Today, we are so excited because we have former NBA, Brooklyn-born NBA player Smush with us here today. Welcome to the show. Smush Parker. (laughs) Smush Parker, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourselves? Good. I'm excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. I love that you're representing Brooklyn. I have to. It's like flipped up. (laughs) I I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, Tell us a little bit about what teams you played for. Give us some stats and some facts about you really quick. Uh, So I'll work backwards. You know, I played overseas for 11 years. Mm -hmm. Um, Played in China, Russia, Croatia, Lebanon, Dominican Republic, uh, Mongolia, Tunisia, Morocco. Um, Damn. Yeah. I played overseas for 11 years. Um, played in the NBA for six. I played for teams like the Cleveland Cavaliers, Detroit Pistons, Phoenix Suns, um, LA Lakers, LA Clippers, and the Miami Heat. Wow. Wow. How many languages do you speak? Yeah. <laughs> One. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't anywhere long enough to actually fully learn a language, but I did get the, you know, the basics, the thank yous, the excuse me, the good morning, the, um, Good nights. Yeah, how to just communicate yeah. on a basic yeah. level with Bathrooms. the people around you. Yeah, exactly. Knowing where the bathroom is key. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, I'm kind of blown away. No, that right is now. unbelievable. How long did your career span in the NBA? So I was in the NBA for six years before I decided to leave. Ooh. Before I decided to travel the world. Oh, yeah. wow. We're, we have to get into that. Yeah. yeah. Why, don't, why don't we go back and you tell us how you got yeah, into the Yeah, tell us about NBA. your childhood. Okay. So I was, I actually tell people all the time I was born with a basketball. My mom played basketball. My dad played basketball. I was always around the game of basketball. And, um, you know, even when I was, you know, too big to actually dribble or shoot, I was always, you know, playing with it. Yeah. And um, as I got older, you know, the, I got my little Nerf set. No, oh, but, I remember puff basketball. Exactly. The balls. Yeah. I yeah. know what yeah. those I are. I could dunk on yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then I was I was the uh, the true old school uh, basketball player. I used to uh, make basketball hoops out of hangers, wire hangers, and put them up in my door. And I used to shoot with socks. I actually I can't even picture that. Yeah, like, totally. You know, like really? you just ra- you you round out the, uh, a wire hanger. Yeah. Put it at the top of the door. Get out. And I used to r- roll my socks up. You love basketball. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. So I, I, I was born with a basketball player my entire life, um, all over New York City. Okay. Did you play in West 4th? I was born at West 4th Street. That was, that was my crib growing up. So if you don't know, that is like the hardcore basketball mm-hmm. of, if not New York, the United States. Yeah. That's H- how do you get into that? Do you just walk onto the court and they let you play? Oh, or? no. Back in the day, if, if they didn't know you, you wasn't allowed into the court. Like it's, Get out. It, it was a it was a community center pretty much. Oh. I call I call it West Fourth Street Community Center, because okay. all the guys there played that played there back in the eighties and nineties were family. Mm. They they all became my uncles. You know when my dad played, you know the guys who were waiting to play next would watch me. They would hold me as a baby. They would take care of me. Oh, so you got into that because your dad. Exactly. Right, yes. okay. Yes. And now you're playing there. Are you good or what's going on? Well, no. Uh, you don't uh, just, you're not born good. You have right. to, you know, you have to practice and work. Um, and I practice every day. I played every day. I loved the sport of basketball. So I played it 24 and, hours a day, seven days a week. In West 4th? Uh, yeah. Or are you West 4th Street, you know, Tillery Park uh, in Brooklyn, uh, uh, parade grounds in Brooklyn. You know, where, wherever my dad played basketball, I was with him everywhere he went. If he was going to play, I was with him. I was his sidekick. Oh, I was so his sidekick. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I was a student of the game before I actually was a player of the game. What did you love about the game of basketball so young? I don't know. I, I really can't, can't, can't tell you what it was that I liked or loved about it. It was just 
well, something that I did. It's probably because the, your parents loved it, so yeah. naturally, yeah, you had an affinity. It was yeah. just like in your blood. Yeah, yeah. it was in my DNA. Mm. So I practiced, and and I, you know, I got older. Those guys beat me up. They made me tough. And how, how how old were you when you played your first game at West Fourth? Uh, that's a good question. The first time I was able to get on the main court. Uh, West 4th Street, because there's, yeah, there's a main court, and then there's the, the, the scrub court. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh. <laughs> uh, the first time I was able to get on the main court, I think I was about 15 and a half. Okay. And uh, it was, of course, at the primetime hours, when, uh, you know, the primetime players already got their five, six, seven, eight, nine games in. Then they would leave the court, then the, the, the B squad would come okay. in and I was able to play with them until I was about 16, 16 and a half. But then I, you know, was good enough to play with the, the primetime guys. At what age could you dunk? 16. <laughs> no shit. 16, yes. 16? Yes. It took you one year. 16. Wow. Two-handed. Uh, no, not two hands. Not one hand. Yeah, one hand. Is that harder? Yeah, you got to yeah. jump higher. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So you're dunking at 16 on guys in West 4th who are like in their 20s. And no, 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 no. Don't misquote me. I'm not saying <laughs> I, I wasn't dunking on people at 16. <laughs> on, on, on adults. I wasn't dunking on adults at 16. Maybe kids my own age. Okay. You know, because the physicality of the game is different. You know, yeah. those, those men down there would have let me just come down the lane and just dunk it on them. What would they have done? Oh, put me into the fence. You know, hit me with a, a Charles Oakley elbow. Oh, <laughs> or Mason elbow. Yeah, exactly. So it, was playing at West Fourth not the same as in even high school or the college or the no. league? It was a lot more rough? Yes. So okay. playing any street ball... It's going to be a lot more physical than uh, a league game with officials. With officials? With officials. In West no, no, no. No, okay, no. okay. So street ball is a lot Physi more physical. It's a physical, okay. it's a physical game, more physical game than it is when you're playing with officials. So referees. Referees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So in West Fourth, yeah. like if you and I are playing, mm -hmm. I would call a foul on you if I wanted to call a foul. Yeah. So I would not do that because I'd be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. So everyone's just playing, correct? Yeah, everybody's just playing just basketball. And, uh, you know, and the difference between street ball and uh, playing organized ball, that was the word I was looking for, organized ball, is in the street there's no, there's no law. There's not, nothing that say, okay, I'm 13 years old, so I have to play against another 13-year-old. I'm a, now in the street, I'm playing, I'm from 13, I'm playing against whoever's in the park playing. Just grown men, 40 matter. years old, right. 25, 18. So I'm playing against men at 15, 16 years old. And they're playing like for real, for yeah, real? For, yeah, yeah. Real. And, and these guys would all get fouled out if they were refs. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> you go yeah. down, bam. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think was the point of that? Was it just because it was street ball or did it, was there any history in playing that rough? No, it's just that's just the uh, street. That's just street, street style. Yeah, yeah. That's and and do you think that helped your NBA career? Oh no question. Um, like I said, um, when you're in the street, there's no rules that say okay. When you're playing, there's another. You have to play against a team that's also 13 years old or 14 years old. So at 15, oh, 16 yeah. years old, when I was when I was playing out in the street, I was playing against men who are a lot stronger physically, mm -hmm. who are a lot. You know, uh, more they're, they're more talented, a lot faster. So I had to develop a certain toughness to play against those guys. So by the time I played in my own my own age group, I was a lot better than they were at 13, 14 years old, 15, because I was playing against men. So when I played against them, it was so much easier. Do you, Do you think that helped both mentally and physically? Oh, without a doubt, especially playing at West Fourth Street. Especially playing at West, there's no, there's no other environment in New York City like West Fourth Street. You go to any other park right now, and you won't see the same kind of basketball at West Fourth Street. I agree. Sometimes, like in the summer, when I get out of the train there, because mm -hmm. our store is on the on the east side, but I would get out of the train there, and I would see a crowd of people, mm -hmm. yeah. and just like people walking would stop the screaming. There's yeah. like refs in like uniforms. Uh -huh. And I'm like, this is a real 
fucking game right now. Yeah, no, totally. And yeah. I'm like, you just see like cut up t-shirts and the it's the vibe is <clears throat> so raw. Yeah, yeah. It, was that a time for you that you were thinking about the NBA then, or were you just having a good time playing? Both in Westforth. Okay. Both. Both. So I didn't. Uh, I I didn't grow up thinking I wanted to play in the, in the NBA. I enjoyed watching the NBA. Never did I have a a, a, a mindset to, in my mind saying I want to go to the NBA. I just love playing basketball and I loved watching basketball. I just loved the game of basketball. It wasn't until I'm gonna say. When was it that I was like, you know what, I want to be an NBA player? Okay, I'm going to say when I was 13, I'll give you the story. Really? Yeah, tell us the story. I'm going to give you the story. So, like I told you, I was born with the basketball. I played basketball my entire life. So, 1 through 12, age 1 through 12, I was just playing basketball. Uh, When I was 13, I moved to Manhattan. Moved to Manhattan, got a chance to play in uh, all these New York City uh, Manhattan parks. At West 4th Street, Anthony Mason was playing. No. Anthony Mason was playing in a championship game. I love Anthony Mason. <laughs> at West 4th Street. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching an NBA player now. Wow. A New York Nick playing in the park. I have chills. I know. Playing I know in the park where I grew up just, you know, playing basketball every day. And I could see the excitement of everybody. Everybody was excited because there was an NBA player there. And I was excited because it was good basketball. The environment was, you know, um, very intense. And I was like, that's when I was like, I want to play in the NBA. And from that point, that day on, I was like, you know what? I want to be an NBA player. It was that day that I I saw Anthony Anthony Mesa playing in in West Unbelievable. That's amazing. So then what, you go to college? Where'd you go to college? Um, Yeah. So um, from high school, I played one year of high school basketball. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't take school seriously. You know, so I was... Neither did I. (laughs) I I wasn't eligible to play on my high school's teams, you know, freshman, junior, uh, sophomore year. I said it in the wrong order. I know I... But I played... (laughs) I don't want people in the chat to be like, yo, Swish doesn't know what he's talking about. That's the order it should go in. Huh? That's the order it should go yeah. in. <laughs> That's how it should go. Yeah. But I played my senior year. Um, uh, I didn't have the grades to go to a university right away, so I went to junior college. Went to junior college in Idaho. Played in Idaho. Idaho. Yeah, Idaho. Yeah. What is yes. that like? like Lots of corn, just get potatoes? Off the, right, <laughs> I was like, you just get off the however you yes. got there, and it's like, whoa. Tractors. It was, it was definitely... Uh, um, it's like uh, those tumbleweeds in the street or yeah. something. I met people that's never met a black person a day in their life. Get out. That's really? how it's So they it's just different. looked at you yeah. like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Yeah. That's what it I picture. Even now, if I went to Idaho, it's quiet and like somebody's whistling with like mm-hmm. a tumbleweed in their mouth. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> open farm. I went from New York City streets to just open farmland and potato fields. And, and you went alone. Farms, and I went alone. <sighs> Brave. Yeah. yeah. But I, Kudos to is, you, man. No, Serious. So I went out there, played for a year, um, transferred to Fordham, right here in the Bronx, and I played in Fordham uh, for a year before I entered the, entered the draft. So you left a year early yeah. from college, okay? Yeah. No, I, I left two years, three two. years early, two years early. Okay, two years yeah, two years early. Okay, yeah. and then you came back to Fordham. No, wrong. I, no, no, I, I no, left no. the college to altogether get to get drafted. Okay. So now, what year is this? This is 2002. Okay, it's 2002, and do you hire an agent at that point? or? Um, officially, unofficially, I, I hired an agent um, uh, while, I was, while I entered the draft. And then do, does the agent say, you know, I expect you to go certain pick or something yeah. like that? so my agent, you know, was in contact with, you know, certain teams. Right. And uh, he was getting feedback from NBA teams and owners and GMs, and it was good feedback. Mm-hmm. And are you doing like tryouts? Yeah, it was. It was. It was tryouts for. I, I tried out for at least twenty teams. Really? Wow. 20, 20 to twenty-five teams that year. And what um, do they put you through? <clears throat> so let's just say, there's 
five point guards that are in the NBA draft. And, you know, uh, the, the teams want to see all the point guards to see which one is the best. So mm-hmm. they'll bring them all in at the same time and work them out. Together. For, together. So for twenty, for about 20 to 25 of my workouts, I was seeing the same guys in the workout. And it's uh, who were the other like, guys? Huh? Who were the other guys? Exactly. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. If, are you... Are you uh, do you follow college basketball? Okay, so more pros, but uh, do you remember Juan Dixon? Yeah, from Maryland. Do you remember Dan Digal from Gonzaga? Okay, um, Gonzaga. I love Gonzaga. Uh, oh, Gonzaga, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Who else was was the point guards? Uh, Frank Williams. I don't. I don't know what school he went to. It was, mm-hmm. it was about five of us. So, so you show up and. Like, what are you feeling emotionally? Are you feeling like, I got this? Or, like, what Show am I... Show up to the workout to on the workout. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. No? I'm, okay. No. Everybody there is nervous. Of okay, course, everyone's you know, nervous. But that's natural. Um, of course, once we get to the playing, all of those jitters, for me, go away. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for anybody else. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a... Listen, this is a, a dream. This, I want to get drafted. So there's, there's about 20 coaches there watching us five players and they we're going head to head against each other to to be the best and to show that to show that like we're one the on best. one or what one on ones two on two drills okay. shooting drills condition drills you know they they want to see how mentally tough you are physically tough you are um, do you follow instructions well they want to see all of that they want to see your skills can you make a basket can you shoot threes can you shoot the mid range can you dribble um, your speed, all of that. What are some of the mental games of playing with you? Uh, so many. So many. So many. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a blur. Is it's it a, more like they're screaming in your face, kind of like motivating no, you? No. No, or, no okay. they, don't, they don't do that in, in, that, in that setting. That setting. That okay. setting. Okay. That setting. Because it's more like they just want to see if you can, you know, how you how well you match up against your, your competition. So in that time when you're competing against the other prospects, mm-hmm. are you, I don't know, if, are you making f- friends with them? Are you trying friends. to, not friends. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, are you kind of. That was a good question. I feel like, okay, no, in my defense, I have just watched a few training camp things Mm-hmm. on like football and I've he has me watching all this okay. shit and they're talking to each other in practices and they're not teammates yet but they're kind of like oh where are you from like wh- what school did you go to and they're kind of like chilling out so that's now so that must, <laughs> have, been, must have been totally I'm from, different I'm from Brooklyn we don't <laughs> yeah. do that in Brooklyn no no so you're just yeah. looking at this other guy like yeah. you're are you from where are you from no I'm from upstate New York exactly that's why Listen, I New York like City. No, New York City is about survival of the fittest. Yeah, well, I did learn that. Survival of the fittest. So okay. I'm not there to you know make friends with somebody else. Wow. That, you're my you're my competition. So it's like like it's either me or you. Right. Okay. It, listen, I want to play bad. I want to be able to you know make millions of dollars. I want to be able to you know um, provide for my family. And you're the person that might it's in my way. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not. It's What's not your even Instagram? Like, where are you from? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And, and and that's the difference. And we'll get to it. That's yeah. the difference uh, between basketball back when I played right, in the bat totally and, and the sports. Now. now everybody is they're friends. Uh, friends. Dude, I hate they're that. exchanging Everybody's jerseys. I say that all they're the like time. best yeah. friends. You, you, you watch a football game. The loser goes up to the winner, and they're See, both happy. Yeah. No. But I, yeah. I okay. okay. So so now what happens? Uh, yeah. You're you're in the NBA okay. draft. Okay. So yeah. So I'm. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm a modest person. I'm very humble. But when I tell you I'm washing these guys in these workouts, like it's, I'm head and shoulders better than these, everybody, these guards in the workouts. But, you know, the politics of basketball. You know, I don't know if you, understand, if you guys ever no, heard the funny. politics of basketball. I went to Fordham University. Fordham is not known for their basketball program. Um, it's not like Duke. Or right. North Carolina yeah, yeah. or Yukon. Yeah. Okay. Or Gonzaga. So or let's just yeah. say the business of basketball or the politics of basketball. Let's just say me, I have a twin. 
and we do exactly the same. We play exactly the same way. You have a no, no, no. I'm saying hypothetical. hypothetical. Oh, oh, okay, okay, hypothetical. Okay, okay. Let's just say. Let's just say. I have a twin. Okay. Yeah. And we play exactly the same. Yeah. Same stats, same style, same everything. But I went to Florida, and he he goes to Duke. The college coaches are going to go with the Duke player than the Florida. Well, that that's so they have a reason in case they have to get fired for making the wrong decision. Uh, I don't I don't know about that. I just know that there's a uh, there's politics behind everything. There's a business of basketball, and you know Duke produces basketball, but that's a basketball program. You know what you're gonna get when a player comes from Duke. Right. You know, right. good coaching. Right. You know, yeah. you know. Yeah. Good, good right. coaching. You know, um, they play against you know tough, tough, tough competition. You know, so they give the upper hand to you know players who come from those you know those universities, those programs. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, I'm I'm killing these guys in workouts. Uh, get to the draft. Um, teams have already told my agent that you know he's he's good. We we'll draft him, and let's just say long. I don't know what happened. The stories I say, you know, my agent uh, said something. Yeah. Or, and there's some stories I say, my college coach effed me. Really? Mm, wow. Yeah, so. Why would he do that? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> don't, I don't even want to go into that. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. there's yeah. a lot of he say, she say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for years I was saying, you know, I've I told, I told people that my college coach, you know, effed uh, me. And then I hear that my agent effed me. You know, it doesn't matter at this point. It's, it is what it, it is. Right. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't get drafted. Let's just put it that way. How did that make you feel? Oh, it sucked. You know, I had my, I had my, all my family gathered in one place. You know, oh. we had, we had, we had a dinner and uh, we watched a draft and we were just prepared to hear my name and and it didn't happen and it was, it was heartbreaking. It definitely was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. How long did that sting? Um, it stung for about two, three days, really, really bad. Hmm. And but, then what? What do you do then? But you know, um, we went right back to, you know, the drawing board. Listen, all right, you didn't get drafted. What are we gonna do? You know, there's summer camp that you go to now. Um, you can, you know, there's summer NBA summer leagues. You can still, you're still able to make a team. You just have to do it. The hard way. Yeah, you got to work hard. Yeah, you have to work harder. So I was back in the back in the lab. Yes. Yeah. Back yeah. in the lab. Yeah. Just back to the to square one, and you know I worked I worked my tail off that summer. I played in uh, there's four NBA summer leagues. There was um, Orlando a league NBA league in Orlando, NBA league in Boston, NBA league in Utah, and NBA summer league in LA, and I played in three out of the four. Wow. Yeah. So, so did this make you hungrier and yeah. angry? Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck I, this! I'm gonna prove them wrong. Ch- I had a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. I had yes. something to prove. That's key. I had something to prove. I had a chip on my shoulder. It didn't matter who they put up against me. I was, I, I was destroying. You were like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, how did that um turn into you playing into the NBA? So I, uh, like I said, I played in three out of the four NBA summer leagues. Um, I played well all summer. Um, I get I, now I get an invite to uh, NBA vet camp. This vet camp is the preseason before the NBA season. You know, I get invited to the Cleveland Cavaliers vet camp. You know, um, I think there's about thirty players that get invited, and um, maybe let's just say there's fifteen players per team. Per roster, Um, let's just say there's, for for sake of argument, there's nine guaranteed players that are signed for the year already. So that means that there's six open spots. Okay, six open spots. There's about thirty to fifty players who come in trying to trying to get that those six spots. Six spots. Per team. No, no. It, it can, that general. that, that okay. number varies, but varies. there's, uh, there's okay. only 15 players per team. Per team, right. right. 15 players max per team. That's crazy. But then you have to be slotted into yeah. them needing the position you play. Yeah, exactly. The position you play, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So that's what we did. That's what we did. Me and my agent, we went over every single roster that year. And we was like, okay, 
we looked at the uh the teams. Okay, this team has six guaranteed contracts already, but they already have two point guards, you know, in the, in guaranteed for the year. That might not be a good fit. This team has three guaranteed point guards. That's not a good fit. You know what? This one only has one. Now there's potentially two to three open slots for a point guard to be signed on this team, and that's what the Cleveland Cavaliers was. They had one guaranteed contract who was a point guard, and there was about three, two to three open uh, point guard spots. So we figured that was the best place for me to try to make the team. So that's why I chose the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. That's amazing. That's exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. like, when you stoked, yeah. fired up, and you signed the contract for the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, contracts are funny. I had a non-guaranteed contract my rookie year. Non-guaranteed. So, they could cut you anytime? Anytime. So, I had a worker's mentality every time I showed up That's to work. That's like, yeah. I had, I need to, you know, be on my A game the entire season because they could cut me whenever they wanted. And this might sound weird, but that's pretty much, is that public knowledge? Like, the whole team knows that? So they uh, know that you're the one who has to prove themselves no. every day? No? Okay. Well, you know what? No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not gonna, the, guys probably, the guys probably know. Yeah. But it's not, like, just open Open information. knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I'm wondering if they kind of maybe would treat you different in practice, knowing that you could be cut at any moment. If that's something that is in the chemistry of the team, in that sense. Interesting. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I feel like that would yeah. be. Who's your first coach? John Lucas, ex-player, former player, John Lucas. And what'd you think of him? He's crazy. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, no, he's just. Um, when I say crazy, he's just. Uh, he's opposite of me. Just very high energy. High strung, just everything is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, for some guys, that can make people feel uncomfortable when there's somebody on the sideline who's always nervous, always shaking, always moving. That's why I love playing for Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson Ooh. had the same energy as me. That, so yeah, just like, your energy is extremely like. No, zen. you're very chill. It's yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So let let's skip to Phil Jackson. So how did you wind up on the Lakers? Okay. Oh, I just had a thought, you know, but that's how I ended up on Miami. But how no, I ended go ahead. Up, go ahead. no, 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 no. How I ended up on the Lakers? How did I end up on the Lakers? <laughs> um, so after my third year in the NBA, uh, second, excuse me, my second year, um, I, I played in the same season. I played for the Detroit Pistons and the Phoenix Suns. I was a free agent at the end of the year, and. Again, when you're a free agent, you have to go back to the drawing board. Okay, this team has X amount of players already guaranteed. This this roster has this. This roster has that. Okay, the Lakers have one point guard. Mm -hmm. You know what? My agent got on a um, on a uh, phone, called up the Lakers, said, you know, Smush is interested in you know playing for your NBA summer league team. So I, again, so I'm you had to try out. Yeah, I had to try out yeah. again. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I had to try out again. So I'm playing on the NBA, uh, Lakers NBA Summer League team. I play well. They invite me to their vet camp. I decide to stay with them and, you know, try to make their team in vet camp. Again, I have to, you know, outwork another Shit. 20 to 30 players. And I wind up being the starter for the Lakers. So wait, 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 As a so, tryout. So they sign you, uh -huh. and you know you're going to be the starter, or you had to beat, no. the, beat out the starter? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to Yo, Phil Jackson is a funny guy. Like, he, he might, it might, it's almost like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm funny. Mm. So Love that show. So when I'm, the whole time I'm trying out for the Lakers, you know, through, you know, the vet camp, he called me everything but smush. Smuck. Smack, no. smooch, smack. Just a, just well, with he's you. a psychologist. No, that's yeah. just that's fucking totally brilliant. Yeah, he never called me smush. Never, never. Do you think that was intentional? Of course, of course it was. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. So he was pushing your yeah. right buttons yes. to get the most yeah. out of you. No, I, I want to say probably. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what his methods are. Maybe it was to get the best out of me. Yeah. Maybe it was. I had to earn his respect. But, like, how did you react? I'm, 
Listen, I don't care what that man called me. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to make this team. And he's Phil Jackson. Yeah, exactly. He won like seven. But championships. like the first time, you're like, "Oh, sir, sorry, my name is." No, no. no? <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I don't know. I feel like now today they would have been like, "You better call me." Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and those are the guys who don't make it. Oh, okay. Those are the guys okay. who don't make it. Wow. So, I'm working my tail off, working my tail off, working my tail off, working my tail off, and. I'm just there. Like, I never got cut. They never told me I I made the team. They never told me I was a starter. First game of the season. Funny thing. First game of the season, he, he never announced who the starters were. Never, you know, in preseason said, this is the starting five. First game of the season. I'm still on the team. I'm like, I don't know if I made it. I'm still here. Okay, <laughs> I'm in the locker I'm room. Right here. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm like sitting next yeah, to Kobe. Exactly. And, I'm, not, I'm not going to say nothing. I, maybe they forgot about me. I'm still here. I see my jersey with my name on it. Okay, I'm, I'm still here. Literally. Never never said who the start, starters were. He walks up to me 15 minutes before the game and said, Smush, get ready. You're starting tonight. Get the fuck oh out. Oh, my God. Wait, you lost your shit. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I never started any games in the preseason. Yeah. Never started any games in the in the in the uh, summer league. He walks up to me 15 minutes before tip off. That's. Prepare yourself. You're starting tonight. So who are the starting five? It was me, Kobe, Lamar Odom. Uh, I want to say Luke Walton and Kwame Brown. Holy shit, that company. Yeah. You're on the court with Kobe and Odom. Yes, and I started for two seasons for the Lakers that night. As, as a tryout. As a, tri, a tryout player. So now what? And who are you playing? Where Are you in uh, L.A.? Or are you on the road? Um, Do you remember? I, yeah, I think our first game, our first game was in L.A. Definitely okay. So you're like in, in Los Angeles, like literally on the court starting. No, right? actually I'm lying. First game was actually in Denver. Okay. okay. So you're in Denver. Yeah. That and I, like, I remember. So First game the, was in Denver. the national anthem plays that they announced yeah. the starters and yeah. you hear your name. Your cor- the correct name. <sighs> The correct name. Yeah, that was a, that was the first time he actually called me Smush. Right. The okay. first time he called me Smush was that day. Hey, Smush. He got my attention. I'm like, what? Oh my goodness. Get out there. You're starting. <laughs> and that was it. That's all he said to me. What Smush. did you feel like? Like, it took me by surprise because I was I was just I didn't know I I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if I was on the team. I, I just, like I said, I really felt like they forgot to cut me. <laughs> <laughs> because I was just, I was still there. I was just, I was just showing up. Yeah. I never got the call into the office saying, you know, uh, you've, you know, we just need to let you go. I just kept showing up. And did you tell your family, like, I, they might have no, forgot to have, cut me. You're like, no. no. Nothing. Mm-mm. They just turned the TV on and there you were. Like, yeah, I didn't know. Smush yeah. out there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I never. I didn't have time to like prep them. Like, listen, I'm starting tonight. Oh, I'm the starting point guard for the Lakers. No one knew. Wow. What was that first game like? I mean, at this point, I was already in the NBA three seasons. Never as a starter, but. That first game, I you know I, I once I got out there it was basketball. Okay. It's the it's the initial you know Star Spangled Banner. The the the, the you hear your name in the starting lineup. You walk out there for the first time and tip over. I'm like I never experienced this before. I'm looking around like, <sighs> like it's a it's a it's a real rush. And then when the ball goes up and, the, and you're playing now it's okay now it's just basketball. Yeah. So I, I got into it real 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 uh real easy. But you know, it's that initial I've never experienced this before. <laughs> like my name in the starting line of walking out, you know, putting a powder on your hands and dapping everybody oh, up yeah. and you know, shaking the opposing team's hands as they line up to, you know, throw the ball up. Did you feel like you made it at that point? No. You were still hungry. yeah, of course. I was I still had a even at that time, I still had a non-guaranteed contract. If it was now, like Instagram, you would have been posting pictures in the locker so, room, like yeah, so exactly. Scene. So this like, was this was before wow. social media. Yeah, before social this media. This was before social media. Two thousand oh two thousand and five. This was before like Instagram and Facebook. This was the MySpace days. Tumblr. Yeah. All that. Yeah. yeah. 
So now, now you're playing every day. Yeah. 82 games. But I, but I still have a non-guaranteed, non-guaranteed contract, contract. So they can cut me whenever they want. So right, right, right. I don't really feel like I'm in a, I'm just showing up. So at mm. no point in the year did they guarantee your contract? So there is a, a, a deadline. Right. After January 15th. Okay. If you're still on the roster, your 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 contract becomes guaranteed. And of course, so, it was January fifteenth, and you didn't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did. I, that, that's when that was the those were the times when I would, if I was still on the team after January fifteenth, I'd be like, <sighs> "That's the breathing room." Now I'm now I know I'm gonna be here for the rest of the season. Yeah. But it's still like you know I still need to work. I still need to work. I still right. need to work. Um, what was it like playing with those? Um, I mean, legendary teammates. Then, what was the chemistry like? Um, I played. I played with a lot of legendary guys. So I'm gonna go back to. I'm gonna start with. Well, there was nobody legendary on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh. No, <laughs> 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 nah, I'm not. You know, knocking. It is what it is. But uh, when you start talking about, you know, when I played for the championship Detroit Pistons team. No. So you I didn't, you, no, the championship Detroit Pistons, I was on the team after the, the year uh, after they okay. won the chip. So okay. Chauncey Billups, Tayshaun no Prince, uh, Rip Hamilton, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Derek Coleman, uh, Darwin Ham, who's now the L.A. Laker coach, uh, Lindsey uh-huh. Hunter. You know, everybody on that squad had at least 12 years under their belt in the NBA. They were all super vets. Were you intimidated playing with them? Of course I was. Of course I wasn't. You no, know, there was there was coached by the uh, legendary coach Larry Brown. Larry Brown. Who coached AI? Wow. Larry Brown. Yeah. I played for some legendary uh, coaches. But also. so hold on. So you're on the Detroit team, and yeah. are they like cool with you? Oh or? yeah, no. Those guys are super cool. Super cool. Right. There's no. Uh, there's nothing negative I can say about any of those guys on that team. And how no. about Larry Brown? Is he uh, cool, or he doesn't he, fuck with you know? No, rookies? no, he's no, no. He he. He f- are we allowed to? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 whatever yeah. you want. He fucks with, with the young guys. He's hard on his players, but he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. His the his, his coaching style is not who he is as a man. And um, no, it was it was hard for me to like really play for him because he's an over coacher. He you you get hear even when you're watching the games on TV, you can hear him screaming from the sideline. You can hear him through the TV. Fucking stress. So yeah, exactly. (laughs) So for me, again, for me, I hate that because now it makes me a tense player, and I'm not a tense person. Mm -hmm. Like when I, when if I have to do this, I'm no good. And I'm like, you see, I'm very relaxed. I was a very fluid player, very athletic, very graceful. So I, no, I, I didn't. I'm gonna say I didn't play well. Um, I had flashes. In Detroit, but I mean, I didn't get a lot of playing time because I was playing behind Chauncey Billups. Yeah, you know, they just won a championship. Yeah, I was. Yeah, they just won, so they didn't really need me. No, I was like the the third string point guard. Right, right, right. So I have a question. Yeah. This is um a little off the track of the stats and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, what was the environment like off the court outside of the gym? Are you are you hanging out with players or, or does everyone stay to themselves? Do you party? Do you go out to eat? Things like that. Well, it depends on what team you're on because everybody has a different nucleus of how they, you know, uh, operate. Uh, for the Detroit Pistons, you know, since we're on that team, um, you know, everybody has their own family. Everybody has a family, you know, wife, kids. Yeah. You know, they have their own family, but. There are times when they do come together outside of practice, so, you know, play cards, okay. or to go out and you know have a drink or two. Um, uh, everybody, I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but there were about six, seven, eight guys on Detroit that like to gamble. That's I mean, just leave it there. <laughs> we leave it there. Just leave it there. <laughs> then I also okay. played for the Phoenix Suns. I played with Steve Nash. No way. Yeah. Amari Stoudemire. I, I love Amari. Yeah, he does. Um, He's a New Yorker too. Yeah. yeah. Amari's from He New lives York? in New York. He lives okay, in New York. Okay, okay. Yep. Uh, Amari Stoudemire. This was Sean Marion. Uh, this was, uh, was it Rajah Bella was there? Leonardo Barbosa. That crew, uh, uh, coached by D'Antoni. D'Antoni. Oh, D'Antoni. and then he coached the yeah. Knicks after yes. that. Yeah. Yeah, so. Was, was he, uh, 
tough or no, he let you do no. whatever you want? He was, he was just one of those coaches that just let you play basketball. And do whatever you just want. Let just let it happen. Let you play basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I, I kind of like that, though. It's like just show up to the game. And yeah. do, what you're, do your you job. You be drunk or not, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was just a free coach. He, he didn't overcoach. He wasn't a screamer. He was just, you know, a free, free-flowing offense. Free-flowing offense. I have another interesting question. I um, only know about Phil Jackson from the recent like documentary. What was like something a little off-brand that he made the team do to sort of get in your head? Um, it was called by the wrong name all the time. There's a few things. So I will say that he did um, offer uh, the team each player. I guess he he knew each player's personality, and he would give us a book to read. Wow! He That's, would give us a book to wow. read. Now I don't remember the book he gave me. <laughs> I don't, Damn. and I don't even remember if I read it or not. <laughs> but he, he did. He I, he. That was one of the things that he uh, he uh, did. You know, that was kind of awkward that I'd never experienced from any other coach. And and also in film sessions, um, he would actually have us like meditate, so that we would so we would focus more on what was you know the information that was about to come t- to us. He he had us like just go into these Zen modes and, you know, just to clear our minds and just clear our spirits so that whatever he was about to teach us, we would be open to, to receive, receive it. it. Do yeah. you think that that worked? Of course. Yeah. Of course. So out of all these amazing Hall of Fame coaches, who was the top for you? Phil Jackson. No question. No question. Wow. No question. I got to ask you because I feel like people are going to want to know. What was it like playing with Kobe Bryant? Uh, we can come back to that question. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 because I no because no, I I, I do want to touch on we were uh the, we were still on me the the superstars I played with. Okay, yeah. So I got to Miami. I also played with Shaq. No way. Yeah, you played, with played with Shaq. Oh Shaq. my god. Played with Shaq in Miami. Dude. Played with Dwayne Wade in Miami. Get out. Yeah. I played with Gary Payton in, no. in Miami. Okay. White Chocolate in Damn. Miami. Yeah. Um, Miami was like lit. Yeah, so loaded. what was it like playing with Shaq? Oh, he's the greatest guy. The absolute greatest teammate person you will ever meet in your life. Ever meet in your life. The coolest joking around. You won't meet a, a better person. Really? You won't meet a better person. Um, I love hearing that. I know. I'm a big it's Shaq It's good fan. because, Look, yeah, we're really big Let me Shaq tell you fans. how great of a person Shaq is. And uh, so my two years after uh, L.A., I'm a free agent again. So back to the drawing board. Um, I am in 4040, Jay-Z's sports bar, Mm -hmm. you know, watching a a Roy Jones fight. I'm there by myself. Um, Shaq comes in. He's by himself. So have you guys ever been to 4040? I have, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm upstairs in a VIP room by myself just watching a fight. They know that we're NBA players, so they tell Shaq to go up there, Mm smush it up there. So Shaq comes up there. And we're talking. It's just me and him in this big ass room. I'm sorry. You can say <laughs> that. It's okay. Fine. It's okay. Yeah, this yeah. this big room in the VIP room, just watching a fight, and we're talking. We're having Kobe jokes, of course. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Yo, so uh, where you playing next season?" I said, "Yo, I'm a free agent uh, this year." He said, "Hold on." He makes a phone call, right there on the spot. Makes a phone call. Nobody picks up. He didn't get an answer. The very next day, I have a contract. My agent has a contract from the Miami Heat. Guaranteed? No, guaranteed two years. <laughs> guaranteed <laughs> guaranteed two, two years. This is my first guaranteed contract. That's, He's a good guy, that's a, that's a good guy. Wow. But you're a good guy. And that's you're a good why. guy, yeah. You're a good guy. A great and he player. realized. Yeah. He wouldn't, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't do that, that for someone yeah. who's like yeah. complete... And, and, and of course, I had to. I had to be a, a good player, good player also. Yeah. Like, right, I, right, right. I'm, right, I'm right, sure right. if I wasn't a good player, he right. would have never made that phone call. Totally, totally. Right, right. But, but that's that's my Shaq story. Like I, I never met Shaq before. Never met him. That was the first time I ever met him in person. I played against him a few times, but yeah. like talking and interacting, first time. And he did that for me. Wouldn't you love to know what he said on that phone call? If you ever get the chance to find out, be like, what did you say on that phone call? Yeah, like, that would uh, that would that would that would be pretty cool, but that was yeah. my first guaranteed two two year contract. That's, that's an amazing story. Yeah. 
Do you yeah. uh, still talk to Shaq? Nah, he's too. He's too, he's he's a bigger than life. He's, he's out there yeah, now. He's, he, you know, he's everywhere. He's, yeah, he's literally everywhere. He's everywhere. He's, yeah. He just did a podcast like recently. He's everywhere. What is he not doing? He's DJing. He's and, like Snoop yeah. Dogg. Just yeah. That yeah. publicist works yeah. hard. Yeah. How was uh, how was it playing with Dwayne Wade? Oh man, he's uh he's almost he's he's like me, just very quiet. Really? And, really? Um, yeah. Really quiet. Yeah, he's a he's a quiet guy. I don't know why himself. I never got that from him. Watching. So what about Shaq? Is he like? Argh. No, he, Shaq is not. A, he's just a funny jokester. He's he's a comedian. He likes to have fun. He's lighthearted. Yeah, I he's always a big, felt like he's he a was big kid. Yeah. yeah, he's a big kid. Even when he's angry at, let's just say he's angry at the coaches. Like he's having, he's joking around, joking around like just yeah. having a, a ball of fun. Oh my goodness! So then, who's the most intense player you played with? Intense. Oh, it's gotta be Kobe. Gotta be Kobe. Can you tell? Like he's the he's the total opposite than Shaq. I'll right. put it that. You know how I express how Shaq is? Yeah. Total opposite. So do you total think that's opposite. why they didn't get along at the end of the oh, day? Oh, more than like most likely, yeah. Cause Kobe is that <sighs> very Yeah. Rigid. He's a rigid kind of person. The way he's he like thinks. he's like perfectionist, yeah. very much so, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Shaq is Fun, loosey goosey. I want to joke. I want to, you know, he he ha ha. I want to laugh. I want to have fun. But at the end of the day, they both got it done. Yeah, in their own way. Yeah. You no, know, Shaq right. is the most dominant player in the history of the game of basketball. Totally. Right. This I I don't know this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but, but I agree. But Shaq has also said if he had you know half of Kobe's work ethic, he could have you know been a lot more dominant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could have yeah. been the number. He could have been the world, the world's greatest basketball player ever. Wow, so he actually said that. He, I, I think I heard him say that. Yeah, uh, wow. wow. He said that. Hmm. So what do, you, what do you think of Kobe? Hmm. Um, what do I think of him? He's, uh, I will say he mastered his craft. Okay. He is a genius at his craft. And when I say genius, you know geniuses at whatever they do, they're socially awkward. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're a genius at your craft, that means you have buried yourself in it so much that you don't even know how to relate to people. Yes. Because they they think differently. To, to get to that level, you have to think outside of what normal people think. So his mindset was a lot different than... Everybody. And I'm going to just leave it like that. That's yeah. cool. You no, know, that, no, I'm, that's, no, yeah. he just, he, it was a, he, he was a, I enjoyed playing with him. I wouldn't be the smush parker you know today if, if I didn't play alongside Kobe Bryant, because mm-hmm. that's the first thing people say. Oh, you were Kobe Bryant's teammate. Or you were Kobe Bryant's this. Or you played for the Lakers because they know the Lakers because of Kobe Bryant. Um, but it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was a hard time, you know, to kind of relate to him. You know, he wasn't very open, couldn't really talk to him. Yeah. Like you said, like a little yeah. socially yeah, awkward. Yeah. yeah he was, he was, he was awkward. Vibrating at but, another level. Yeah. But he was, he was, he proved he's a winner. Mm-hmm. So he would like never pull you aside and say, you know, maybe if you did this or that, or let's make, you know, do this play or that. Or No, the, on the court, he was very vocal about getting him the basketball. Okay, that's all that matters. Yeah, huh? yeah. Right. You know, winning and, you know, what's best for the, you know, the team or him at the, at that time. That's the that's the most he's ever been vocal. Outside of basketball, just to himself. Mhm. Were uh was he and uh Phil Jackson tight? I don't know. I don't know what his relationships were with anybody else because you just never knew. He was just very untouchable. Yeah. You know, you, I, my relationship with him, I just, the only time I ever seen him was in practice or at the games. I didn't know what he was like off the court. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. That's just, it's interesting because he was like a franchise player. Yeah. So everyone. Well, Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah and yes. everyone knew, like, we would see commercials with, Co- like, so you just get an entirely different yeah. part of that person being in front of the camera, selling products and 
all over commercials and then yeah. you're you know you're saying that he's yeah. socially awkward is completely not what i think most people knew about him but yeah well, i think well I, I think everybody outside of you knows that he's socially awkward really yeah I think, yeah, yeah did yeah. you think that? Yeah. i didn't know that no he's i mean again he he could possibly be possibly have been about his business you know what once practice is over i'm going to do this commercial once this commercial is over i'm going to you know write yeah. this book okay once this i'm done with this book i'm going over here like he could have that's what I'm, uh, I'm sure he would he, he didn't have many distractions okay yeah. he's not it didn't seem like he had many distractions yeah so let me ask you this do you think Shaq became a distraction for him and he like forced him out of town <clears throat> Ah, you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> no, that's a good you're question. You're going to get me that's in trouble. That's a good question. <laughs> that's because, a speculation. Like, if, if, they, if they didn't part ways, they would have won so many championships. I'm going to tell you like this. At the time that Kobe and Shaq split, Kobe did not want to share the limelight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just, just going yeah, you know, I mean, to be yeah, very... Everybody, just everybody gonna, feel that. Just yeah. going to be very yeah. blunt. Just going very yeah. open. Yeah, everyone. Kobe wanted to be the best player. He wanted to be the best player in the world. He wanted to, he wanted to win MVP. He wanted to win scoring titles. And anybody who was on the team that was going to you know keep him from getting his shots to do that, he didn't want him around. Because mm-hmm. by that time, he had already... He had won three championships already with yeah. that. Right. He already yeah. had the championship. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. Now is now it was all about solidifying who Kobe Bryant right. is well, in yeah. the history oh, of the on, game. On his own. It, it, yeah. It's sort of like uh, Tom Brady and, and Bill Belichick. Belichick. Yeah, yeah, Splitting. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could get in trouble for saying that. Man. You can't. I mean, no, I mean, people. No. Everybody can. Listen, Kobe that. fans, you know, are already gonna go crazy with me saying are, anything yeah. about Kobe. They are. Yeah. <laughs>